Welcome to the Food, Family and Friends podcast, proudly presented by worldpodcasts.com. Now it's time to join your host, Vanessa Baxter. Hi there, it's Vanessa Baxter with the podcast for this week. I have a really, really, really interesting guest today. She is a good friend and I met her many years ago uh, when I first lived in New Zealand for a year and then before I went to move to live in Vietnam for five years. And part of her journey I had to follow on Facebook because we weren't in the same location. And although we don't see each other very much now, I do follow her journey still through The Happy Kitchen, which is her blog and uh, Facebook following website. And she is with me in the studio today here in Podcast New Zealand. And you really need to listen to this whole episode. She does sell the Thermomix and she has people who sell the Thermomix with her. And she is really, really passionate about the changes in her family's diet thanks to introducing the Thermomix machine into their world. And it's a really, really, really interesting podcast because she spends quite a bit of time explaining the Thermomix and how she uses it to create a healthy and happy kitchen in her home. But when you listen for a little bit longer, we manage to also hear some very, very interesting tips and tricks about her life, about the changes in her life, and about how she parents her very, very healthy and active children, how they are not really truly restrictive in their family diet, but how they've made some very healthy and conscious changes, not only in their diet, but in their busy, hustly kind of uh, approach to life and trying to create a balance as they move forward. There's about parenting, there's about whole food, there's some fabulous little recipes that she gives away as well. So it's a fabulous and exciting episode. Thanks to Podcast NZ for the use of your studio this morning while we delve into the life of Nicola Vanderpeet and her happy kitchen. Hey Nicola, it's so gorgeous to have you in the studio. So uh, Nicola, she is the creator of The Happy Kitchen and The Happy Kitchen is online. It's a fantastic website and she also has a Facebook following. And I met Nicola years ago prior to her starting The Happy Kitchen and uh, have followed her journey and I'm very excited to share this with our listeners. So here is Nicola and here she is to share a little bit about her passion for food and her her passion for starting The Happy Kitchen and getting other mums to be kind of happy in their kitchen too. So welcome Nicola. Thank you, Vanessa. Nice to have you in Podcast New Zealand studio here. So tell us a little bit about you. What kind of inspired you to start The Happy Kitchen, which I just love the name of, by the way. It just makes me smile, which hopefully it makes everyone smile when they hear what your business name is. Well, that's good to know because that, um, that, was, that was the goal. Um, the Happy Kitchen started um, about two years ago, actually. Uh, it was... When I discovered the Thermomix, I, I purchased the Thermomix in March in 2014 and I just thought it was the most amazing kitchen appliance um, and it just changed our lives, our family lives um, forever, I think. And um, I decided to become a consultant with Thermomix and that's when the ha- Happy Kitchen started because I really wanted to... 
um, share our family's journey um, in the kitchen using the Thermomix and inspire other families to cook from scratch at home and it just made our kitchen happier because the Thermomix, if you don't know what it is, it's a German kitchen appliance which has 12 different functions and it really takes the chore out of cooking and just, you know, we just cook so many different things and new things that we would never have tried before. So it's just put the fun into the kitchen and as a result of that, the whole family is cooking and having fun, but also become more aware of what is going into their food. And I've got two girls who are aged 12 and 14, so they were 10 and 12 when we got the Thermomix, and it's just wonderful to see them um, and their awareness of what is in food and how they have uh, become more... um, Conscious. Conscious of, yeah, sugar and gluten and ingredients in food and really steering away from packaged food with additives in it. I think what you're saying is amazing because it really, there's a couple of things in there that I love and obviously for me I'm all about nourishing relationships with food, as you know, and, you know, my journey, which is kitchens without boundaries. So, you know, there are people that I think are amazing who make lots of cakes and there are people who I think are amazing who design you know, like Mian down in Auckland in the viaduct area or Britomart, which is all about chocolate. And I think he's an extraordinary chef and an amazing person. And so I'm all about balance. But in the home, I think uh, healthy food, understanding what you're eating is so important. And I, I really am um, becoming a lot more aware myself of what is in packaged food. And reading the ingredients can sometimes, you know, you need a science degree to understand what's in food. And I think it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a thermomix, or whether it's a simple fry pan for someone at home, if it gets them excited about cooking from scratch, how amazing is that? So also cooking together, the fact that your girls are really excited because the Thermomix for them has made it easier to get in the kitchen and create something themselves at the age of 10. I mean, that is just a winner, isn't it, all around? So, um, And to put a little bit of fun in the kitchen while you are cooking together rather than someone feeling like they have to chop stuff stuff into the rubbish bin because my understanding from you is pretty much the Thermomix does everything. It, it'll chop and grate and cook and get everything organised for you. So that's extraordinary. Yeah, absolutely. It takes the, um, takes the slog out of it. And, yeah, it's got 12 different functions. Uh, you can, yeah, chop, mix, steam, knead. Um, in fact, we haven't bought bread uh, since we got our Thermomix. So that's two years we've not bought oh bread from goodness. the supermarket. And it's just so easy to um, to cook from scratch. And it saves time as well. So, for instance, tonight we're going to have um, a risotto for dinner. So um, with busy kids after school and a husband who's home a bit late, it means that we can just put dinner on and um, set the Thermomix to cook it for 13 minutes. And boom, you've got a beautiful um, risotto um, cook, which normally, as you know, Vanessa, a... a Risotto requires a lot of stirring (laughs) and you're tied to the kitchen. However, with the Thermomix, you can just set it to cook and stir and set the timer and go and do something else. Mm, Yeah. And I think um, probably what it's also done for people in what you're saying is brought people back to the origins of cooking like we did with grandparents on farms where, you know, understanding everything that goes into the food is 
as our grandparents used to cook, didn't they? They understood gluten. They understood what was going into the food because they were cooking from scratch and they were buying things and having to understand how they mixed with other ingredients to create the final meal. And then it, then the sort of days of pre-packaged and packaged came along and it was like, wow, this is quick and easy. So then it was like, oh, great, grab a packet, add some water, and we've got the same thing that our grandmother had to spend hours making. And now we've come full circle back around again to, okay, we want to cook from scratch again. We want to understand what we're putting into our food as our grandparents did, but we don't have the time our Mm. grandmothers possibly had. I mean, mine worked like crazy and ran a hotel, bless her, but I don't think many women of that era actually did work that hard. So, you know, in general, they had more time than you and I have as, as parents or even as our children have to learn how to cook completely from scratch. So if there is a machine Mm. and using the IT and technology of today to help take you back, but in an easier way, which is really, that's what I'm hearing about the Thermomix. Mm. It's taking us back to the past, but making it a lot easier to do so. So yeah, that's exactly right. Um, And, and and the good thing about it is if you do cook from scratch, you do save money. Um, because mm. if you add up all, you know, your, your supermarket bill, that packaged food is does add up to a lot. So if you can make pizza bases and sauces, um, chutneys, your, your meals from scratch, then, yeah, not only do you have a healthier diet, but you're saving money. In fact, the average household uh, saves about $40 a week off their grocery bill with the with the Thermomix, just from the groceries, but it also saves them money and energy as well because it's a very energy-efficient appliance. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, it is amazing, isn't it? Because I used to buy, for the kids when they were a bit younger, they used to love the pre-packaged oats that were all separated into their little individual servings. So they'd add that into the bowl and then they'd add their quarter of a cup of milk or whatever it was and whack it into the microwave. And I thought, oh, yay, the boys are cooking their own breakfast. Then I added up the cost of purchasing that. So that was the first thing was, this is ridiculous. What am I paying for? I'm paying for all the little individual packages. Then I bothered to look at the ingredients as well and realise those little individual packages weren't actually just oats. They had all these additives in them. That's why the boys loved them so much. There was kind of like the cutesy-wootsy bit of it being individualised. And then on top of that, there was all the lovely little added, you know, sugary bits and sweet bits to it. So, of course, that disappeared from our house quite quickly. And I still get moans and groans. Why don't we get those little individual packets anymore? Uh, and it, it's a trap. It's an absolute trap. It's the marketing. It's the packaging. It's the additives. Uh, and you can see that people can be very easily led down that. And it's not until you stop and actually think about the money and what's going into it carefully that you realise you've kind of almost been tricked down a, uh, down a path of, you think you're cooking from scratch, but you're not really, mm. Mm, which bothers me. Yeah, it's interesting to see the change in, uh, in our pantry uh, since we got the Thermomix. And uh, yeah, a lot, uh, hardly anything from the supermarket. It's mainly, I've got my favourite little local shops that I go to, um, vegetables, um, some organic meat and the bulk savings uh, shop in Mount Eden uh, where I get nuts and grains and um, all oh, I'd probably spend more money there than I do at the supermarket now. And so, yeah, the the pantry's really changed to lots of jars with really beautiful whole foods. And it's actually amazing how you can cook almost anything from having those base ingredients in your pantry. 
Yeah, I th- and I think that goes for anyone, whether it's cooking with a Thermomix, whether it's following a really healthy diet or whether it's following a particularly cultural diet, you need to have a basic pantry. So if you are wanting to cook Indian food, you're going to have all your spices lined up, aren't you? You know that those spices are going to be needed in your curries or in your particular things. You're going to have the right flour to make your chapati. If you're cooking Southeast Asian, you're going to have your rice flours and your rice rolls and all of that ready. And if you can have your base pantry set up for what you know you genuinely love to cook and then just do a fruit and veg shop Mm. um, every other day so that you're getting lovely fresh produce, it really does A, save you a stack of money and B, keep you cooking, you know, really sensibly and from scratch. Mm. And I think that's where some people get concerned and are not necessarily sure how to go about it. And I think the base pantry is the way to go, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm, Yeah, Yeah. have that ready to go. So back to your happy kitchen, because I think this is really important. So what is it for you? You, You've just mentioned then that you really love your whole bulk foods. So, you know, do you follow a completely strict paleo diet? Do you, what what is it about the happy kitchen that is, is happy for you? What is it about? Is it a restrictive sort of way of having a diet? Gosh, that's a complex question actually, because yes, currently I am on basically a paleo diet, um, but that is for my own health reasons my um one of my daughters is as well um but the other two aren't so yeah I'm a little bit of a yeah I've I've I've, I had a um a health um actually got breast cancer four years ago and whilst I'd always been um into healthy food and a healthy lifestyle right from a very young age in fact when I was a child my my dream was to have a health food shop believe it or not you know and it's something that I've never done and I to it's crazy, but I actually did a um, a degree in food technology at university. So yes, I have been one of those people in white coats uh, developing processed food that is oh, available that is in the supermarket. Amazing! That's amazing. <laughs> because I was, you know, a science. I was really into science and maths, and this this was like an engineering sort of. Um, degree. Um, anyway, I'm not at all into that um, now. So when I um, when I got sick, I kind of looked at well, why is it that I why is it that I got this? Because I've always exercised. I've always eaten healthy foods. However, healthy foods um, in those days were you know like um, high carbohydrate, low fat diets. And there's so much evidence now to say that you know the carbohydrates, in fact, you know like the flour and sugar. Is um, is what is causing inflammation in our bodies, and and good fats are good for us. For example, avocados, olive oh, oil. My favourites. I know yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? Can't get enough mm-hmm. of those, and um, coconut oil as well, macadamia oil. So, um, yeah. So where am I? Uh, so yeah, that's that's sort of when I after I got sick, I sort of looked into things a little bit more. And it's sort of taken my whole life to a different level and being more mindful about uh, everything. I've always been someone who's on the go the whole time um, trying to tick things off and a never-ending list. And it's something that I still haven't managed to get on top of this. Um, So, for example, exercise is something that I've really toned down on. I used to run and go full-on at the gym um, busy mum, wife, household, job, um, it all going on like a little kind of 
you know, uh, I'm yeah, to think crazy it's woman, crazy I think, woman. Yeah, yeah it's because it's life now, isn't it? It's life now. Is hustle, 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 hustle. How much can you achieve in a day? And that's how you value. And you look yes. at it. And this is how I valued myself. Yes. What? How much can I do? Uh-huh. However, that's that's. I'm sure that is. Um, yeah, that is what I really need to work on, and I am working on. Rest, taking but, some time to rest. It's so yeah, it's not easy though. It's um, so I'm on a real journey right now, mm. um, but much more conscious of what I'm doing in my life, and I don't know where it's going to take me. But um, I think having, getting into Thermomix and being a Thermomix consultant has um, has been good for me to really, um, you know, uh, change the lives of other people and um, and including. Your family. My, my family. And, yeah, when it comes down to it, I just really want my girls uh, to grow up with a really good, healthy relationship with food. Yes. And and lifestyle as well. Mm. So I really need to role model for them. Sure. That. So that's what I'm, yeah. Was it hard initially in your family? Like before you uh, decided to change, so you got sick and you made a conscious choice for yourself – did that affect your family? You know, did you just go, oh, well, from now on we're going to be healthy and we're going to buy a Thermomix and we're going to all jump together in the kitchen and we're going to have a happy kitchen and everyone was just on board, including your husband, like, yay! Or was there a period there where they're like, mum or wife, hang on a minute, you know, we want to drink wine and, you know, eat, eat what we were eating before and grab some fish and chips and, you know, was there a little bit of a journey in that or did it, or was it just seamless? It was pretty seamless, actually. When I, when I got sick, I saw a naturopath who had, you know, she had some quite extreme things she wanted me to do with my diet. However, I just found that at that stage when I was going through chemotherapy and very, very sick that I just had, I just couldn't do it. I I just couldn't be so good. Um, And so it's been a gradual thing. I mean, my family know that I'm always, I've always been into food and it hasn't really, I haven't stopped them from eating, um, you know, what they want. Bread, yeah. yeah. Or wine. And even now and then, I'll, I mean, I don't really drink that much wine, but now and then I like maybe a centimetre in a glass to see yep. a little taste. Um, so I'm not really that extreme. Um, well, yeah. that's extreme to me. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you for your centimetre and I'll have the rest. <laughs> yeah, well, I just don't can't handle it really. No, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, so you're saying that you follow the paleo diet. So are you eating yeah. bread? No, I don't. Do no, that. but you, but the rest of the family do, or a couple in the family do. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, like so, I made a loaf of bread last night. I was out mm. in a meditation class last night and got home and um, had to make a loaf of bread because you know for the next day. But you know, um, I don't because I'm currently you know I'm seeing this amazing um, naturopath and. Um, so I'm actually off grains completely. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. some of the family eating grains because you mentioned yeah, you got – Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a hard one, isn't it? I think, you know, because I try not to niche down too much and to be too extreme. You know, I'm kind of all about balance, but trying to be a bit more educated because I guess, uh, you know, which I've mentioned in podcasts before, you know, I did come from a family that loved to bake and – you know, love and food went together. So baking and uh, having beautiful afternoon teas and things was always part of uh, our household. They were made from scratch, but definitely they were sweet. Uh, And sort of just trying to be a little bit 
better educated about it and have a bit more balance in the house. So sometimes I'll bake for the boys and, you know, they'll love the cake. But in general, I notice that they're starting to shift anyway to really enjoy savoury food a whole lot more. Mm. Uh, And the complaints about, you know, me putting celery sticks or carrot sticks or whatever in the lunchbox have sort of seemed to have dissipated as they notice that other kids' parents are doing the same or other kids are making those choices along the line. And I think that the next generation is definitely much more aware than we were at the same age of food uh, in a healthy way. Absolutely. And um, actually, and there's so many healthy alternatives to um, traditional baking. Like I still like to have baking and yeah. apostrophe. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, in inverted marks. commas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the pantry, like for example, Saskia, um, my eldest daughter's got a cycling race this weekend and she can't have any gluten she can have a few grains so I just googled um, gluten-free um, biscuits on, online on the recipe community for Thermomix actually and it came up with this recipe where it uses walnuts as the main ingredient um, so in the Thermomix I milled down um, a couple of hundred grams of walnuts and added in a bit of salt a bit of baking soda a bit of coconut oil and an egg and mix that for a few seconds and then added in some chopped up um, dark chocolate. And so it was chocolate chippy biscuits. And Yum. honestly, I've never tasted Yum. such a divine biscuit. In fact, since then, I've made two more batches because we'll take a whole lot down for her. She's at boarding school. And um, yeah, so they're grain free. Um, wow. They do have some sugar they've got I put coconut sugar in them yep um but they've got lots of good healthy fat in there for her too so um it's amazing how many if you do still want to have a little bit of that you know those sweet treats you can make them and you know using coconut sugar or dates even the medjool dates are really mm. good and lots of bliss ball type um recipes online make yourself um and you don't need to make them into balls you can make them into a slice and cut into little squares it's much quicker oh the bliss ball one yeah. Oh, can you explain that? So basically, um, well, at the moment I've got one in the in the fridge which has um, got ground up almonds and um, it's got medjool dates, a bit of cacao powder. Instead of using coconut oil, I used a bit of um, cocoa butter because yeah. coconut oil melts at quite a, um, a low temperature. Yes. So when the weather's warm, I thought, oh, I'll experiment with some cocoa butter instead and that seems to be better. Um, yeah, so just really grind them all up in the thermix. It takes, you know, I don't know, about ten seconds, and, um, <laughs> and, then, and then just and then just press it into a into a dish and put it in the fridge and let it set and then cut it into little squares. And great yeah, for the lunchbox as well. Really good for the lunchbox. Yeah, and um, if I feel like a little goody during the day, once or twice or maybe more. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you head for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's awesome. But lots and lots of recipes online. There's a lot of people um, online with amazing blogs. And so, mm. you know, there's just so many um, recipes out there um, to access. One of my favourites is Quirky Cooking. She um, she is an Australian woman who's got a beautiful blog and Facebook page with over 200,000 followers and lots of um, good allergy-friendly whole food recipes on there. So... Yeah, I yeah I've, I've seen her website and blog as well. It's quite extraordinary, isn't it? She had a great, a great grain-free um, uh, hot cross bun recipe, which I, oh, gosh, they were amazing. Oh, well, I don't know about that. I made the traditional ones. I made those, I made those too. <laughs> Did you too? Yeah. <laughs> 
I think what I love in talking to you is you are all about healthy food and you've got a great um, understanding of it, but you're not judging other people around it. You know, you're not being restrictive with uh, your daughter who can eat um, other things and you're being careful for your daughter who does need to be restricted. But I've I've also spent some time with you on Waiheke and I watched you quite happily let them have a gelato at the gelati place. So I think, you know, that's just such a great way to be a mum, you know, Nicola. I think what you're doing is you're trying to educate and enjoy and be a great role model. I think you're doing, you know, what a fantastic way to do that and to call your blog and your Facebook page the happy kitchen is just the epitome of what is going on for you in food in your family I think you know it's just such a credit to you and I hope you know the people who follow you I'm sure they draw inspiration um, from you and also your generosity in sharing ideas and recipes but also being out there and being real and saying hey I had to google a recipe like I don't have all the answers I've googled the grain-free recipe for the sweet treat for my daughter this weekend because that's me too I mean really who can put up every single recipe and keep creating over and over and over and that's where the internet's so helpful nowadays Mm. yeah (laughs) I think you know it's a journey you know life is Mm. a journey and if you try to change everything like overnight then it's very hard to maintain that so I think with with my with my children and, and anybody, you know, if you can just if you're wanting to work on something in your diet, then just make a small change, even if it's just water, drinking water. Sure. You know, just try to have you know two glasses a day, not like two liters straight off. Yeah. So I think if we can just do incremental changes, then it's amazing that over a bit of time, how by the end of that you've got a big change. Hmm. Mm. I think that's true, isn't it? Because the problem is if you tell someone that they need to cut things out and it doesn't really matter whether we're talking about diet or life in general isn't it you know if you cannot do that and I will not let you do that just doesn't really work you know unless you have um, some reasons and you can sit down and have a conversation especially with your children around why you're making that call for them or with them unless they understand that and you can have some flexibility and some negotiation in there you know Mm. it's all going to go awry in the end isn't it because they're just going to rebel against it so I think with sugar in particular you know kids these days will particularly my kids and their friends are really aware of sugar. I think that sugar film contributed to that. Um, so even just reducing the sugar a little bit in your baking um, can make a difference. And, you know, my kids have gone right off lollies and it's, they're really conscious now of how often they're given lollies at school or sports events. Um, and what they do is actually pop them in a tin and um, save them all up to give out to other kids that... <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm sorry that you eat lollies. You can have all of mine. It's it amazing. is scary the on the sports field, isn't it? Yeah. I don't. That is one thing because I find New Zealand in general is like it is a really healthy, conscious place, you know. And I love that about New Zealand. But the sports field is extraordinary. How many mums bring packets of lollies and chocolate for the kids uh, mid-match? Yep. which is amazing because they get the big sugar rush and then at the end collapse in a complete flying heap, of course, because uh, the sugar's gone, they're starving and they haven't actually put anything healthy into their body. And I know, thankfully, my younger son, who's sports mad, always heads out in the morning before a sporting match with two bananas. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly right. And I thank Nadal for that because he has sat and watched Nadal play tennis and eat those bananas between uh, tennis games and 
think to himself, uh, that's my role model, that's what I need to do. Thank goodness, because uh, plenty of kids are out there eating lollies and chocolate in between matches, which I just, yeah, it staggers me. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a really a really important area. As, as our kids get older and they're into sports tournaments or this weekend with this big cycling tour, it's giving, it's giving them food, like real whole food, real food to eat while they're training and while they're actually at the event. And it may mean a little bit of more preparation for us as parents. However, it's, it's really important. So this weekend, you know, I'm thinking, what can I take for Saskia for her racing? So I'm going to make some, you know, frittatas and, um, and, and some of my whole food. I've got those walnut biscuits and, you know, real whole food things rather than mm. the gels that they tend to have when they're at this sort of event, which, is, which are full. Of, they're just colours and flavours and, and additives. So, yeah, I'm just so not into that. Mm. I love the idea of a frittata. So for those who are listening who are like, oh, I'm not exactly sure what a frittata is, it's basically like a baked omelette, isn't it? Or, or a quiche without the uh, crust. So yes. it's so easy to cook and you can pile it full of so many yummy things like tomatoes and spinach and mushrooms, just basically. Yeah, throw some rice in there if you need, just a bit, yeah. bit of, bit of um, like Henderson's bacon. Um, and yeah, Potatoes just, just to what, bulk it out. If yeah, you, yeah, exactly. Because if she's out on a 60K ride, she's going to have to have some food to, to munch on in her back pocket on the way. So oh, that's a great idea. Might as well be whole food, yeah. Yeah, Something fantastic. Something sweet and a little bit of savoury stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fantastic. So <laughs> does she really take it with her, though, when she's riding? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How does she carry food, like a frittata? Oh, they just have, like, just make them quite small. Like little squares of it. Yeah, little squares. We also make these really neat things from rice, um, rice cakes I bought a book from the states I can't remember the name of it um, and it's got lots of whole food ideas for athletes and so what we do is buy the glutinous rice mm-hmm. and cook it up and mix into that some oh, it could be a little bit of apple and cinnamon or it could be savory and actually form them into uh, little little balls. Right. And so it's basically like a little mouthful. So when Yum. she's cycling, she can just pop one of those in her mouth. And keep cycling. Yeah, keep cycling. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't stop. Yeah. Well, what we'll do is we'll ask you to check on the name of that uh, book and we'll put it into the show notes so that if anyone's listening who's really interested yeah. in following up with some of those recipes, uh, you can let them know what the book is. Yeah, I'm definitely. sure it's available on Amazon or... Yeah, I bought it online. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So before we go, Nicola, I'm going to ask you some quick-fire questions, some foodie questions here, and uh, you don't have to think too hard. They're either-or questions. So just, uh, you know, I'm going to fire them at you and then you just fire back your answer if you can. So starting with basil or coriander? Coriander. Buttermilk or yogurt? Yogurt. Maple syrup or honey? Maple syrup. England or America? England. Rice or couscous? Mm, Rice. Garden or forest? Garden. Soup or stew? Soup. Slice or dice? Slice. That was a hard one for you because <laughs> you got the Thermomix. I haven't done any slicing or dicing I for a wondered years. about That's why I gave it to you to see what you'd do. I thought you'd go dice because of your Thermomix that <laughs> dices everything. Well, it does. So I, if I do any slicing, then, then it, you need I, to do it. Sli- <laughs> 
Are you a city girl or a country girl? Oh, that's interesting. I I am currently a city girl. However, I've got a bit of a yearning to be a country mm, girl. That's why I put that on there too. I knew that. <laughs> but then I hope I like the country. So, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, and uh, what else was I going to ask you? Oh, your favourite cookbook. Do you have a favourite cookbook? I don't really. Um, probably one of my favourite cookbooks would be a Thermomix one because um, I've got a few of those and mm. they're always coming out with amazing new cookbooks. Um, and I, my favourite currently is the Everyday Cooking for Thermomix Families. Oh, it's, yeah, it's that got makes some sense. really good, tasty um, family recipes in there. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll put that up into the show notes as well, along with your details on how to get hold of you if someone is interested in uh, understanding how the Thermomix can change their lives as well. We could talk for hours, Nicola. We've covered so many topics here. We've covered Thermomix and the joys of having one in the family. We've covered parenting and whole food and educating our children and how to feed sporty kids. Um, and there's so many, many discussions. Uh, you know, we've touched on the fact that you did get cancer. You've come out the other side. You had to cope with all that chemo and, you know, you've sort of reminded yourself of having a really healthy diet and being able to maybe present that to your children as the way forward for them too in, in hope that they, you know, can be um, healthy for the rest of their lives and you can role model that for them and, and help them along the way in their journey. Gosh, I think we could actually just do a whole podcast around all of those topics for the rest of the year, but sadly we don't have time for that. But we might invite you back on later on in the uh, in the journey of our podcast because I think, you know, we've only just scratched the surface of so many topics. So thank you so much for coming. Uh, my mind is a buzz actually after talking to you. So, you know, I think your journey will have touched so many listeners um, without you even realising uh, how much you have to give and to offer. So uh, we will watch you, I think, with interest and pleasure, Nicola, as you continue your journey. Oh, I'm watching as well. <laughs> who knows what the next thing is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if anyone wants to find The Happy Kitchen, it's on Facebook, The Happy Kitchen NZ. And, yeah, you'll see what I've been up to in my happy kitchen. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us in the Podcast New Zealand studios today. And I'm sure we'll be hearing from you again in the future. Thank you, Ness. Wow, this podcast, Food, Family and Friends, I am loving it. I hope you're loving it as much as I am. What fabulous guests we have on each week. It is just so inspiring talking to these people who are as equally as passionate about food and the relationships and the way food brings people together as I am. If you're after more during the week and you'd like to see some of our fabulous free blog tips and recipes, then head on over to our website, which is foodfamilyfriendspodcast.com. Also, there's a whole heap of other podcasts that you can listen to. Uh, you can have a look at the options on worldpodcasts.com. If you're here in New Zealand, then you can also head to podcasts.co.nz and see uh, all the other fantastic podcasts that are up and running and due to launch in the very near future. So uh, it's so exciting to share with you. Thanks so much for coming along on the journey with us. Um, it's awesome to have you all on board and I can't wait to touch base with you again next week. Food, Family and Friends Podcast, proudly presented by worldpodcasts.com.